Okay, this, the worship team's just going to stay right where they're at. Just going to kind of sing. I Today is Father's Day. <laughs> I want you to think about something good that your Heavenly Father has done for you. Okay? All right, so why don't you guys be seated a moment? Because a lot of times it's like, what's God done for you? And you're like, well, um, 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 I've got so many different things. I want to take just a moment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick this off, and then somebody else is going to come after me. I don't know who that is, but you're going to say, hey, look, what this is what God has done for me. And I got about seven things, so I'll just unroll my list. No, I'll just give you one to start with. We were on vacation, um, and we were going to... Um, just a little bit softer if I can. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were on vacation and we were, I was in the backseat. I wasn't driving. Jerry was driving. It has nothing to do with his driving abilities. His driving abilities is, is excellent. Amen. And and he was driving and I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of time management guy. I want to do some things. So I just so happened to be on the phone. I was on the phone. Mother was in the front. Jerry was driving. Shelly was over here. And, um, and I was on the phone. And I was talking and I was watching this semi in front of us and Jerry was going to go around the semi Well, the lane ended. And when the lane ended, there were two other semis coming in the other direction. And I mean, I, all I know is my eyes got this big and I was just like, I was trying to concentrate on what I was saying, but my eyes got that big because all of a sudden when the truck moved over, Jerry moved over and I could see the double yellow line and he was over on the other side of the double yellow line and here come two semis this way. And I was like, Shelly, I was just on the phone just trying to keep my conversation and look back over to Shelly. And she was like, I could feel the wind from those semis come by the truck. But I want you to know how good God is. God is so good. I, I told Jerry later, I, I pulled him aside. I, we were talking. I said, Jerry, I said, I want to thank you. He did not panic. He did not mean anybody else would have like, you know what I mean? Would have whipped the steering wheel around or whatever. He didn't panic. He didn't do it. He was just, you know, he was Jerry. Nice and calm and cool. Just kind of pulled back behind the truck. But I'm telling you, it was pretty silent in that vehicle for the next few minutes. But I want to give our Heavenly Father the praise for that. I want to give him the praise for that. Who's next? Who will give a testimony this morning on the goodness of God? We're not going anywhere. This is it. This is the start. Well, come on up, Christy. Come on up. Oh, yeah. and, and Robbie, you can come on up after her. If you've got one, come on up. We'll just line it up. You guys can pass the mic down the road. We are giving testimony to our Heavenly Father because it's Father's Day. Amen. And also, by the way, guys, if you have not... If you've not filled out a, a blue blue piece of paper here in a little bit, when we get meeting and greeting, I want you to fill it out and bring it up and put it in this little chest up here because we like to give away stuff for Father's Day. How can you? How would you like to glorify God this morning? Um, I just give Him all the glory for my sobriety. Amen. I had nothing to do with it. So, <laughs> come on, Amen. Let's give Him some praise. Hallelujah, Robbie. Come on up. Come on, you guys. Come on up. You guys, come on up. i just like to say happy Father's Day to my father. And he made me the best father back with my kids and got my kids back in my life and helped me be every drug I want to be, everyone that I wanted off my street, out of the street, and everything. Thank you, Father. Amen. Come on. Who's next? Come on. Who's next? 
Come on, I'm waiting on you. And you think, well, this doesn't matter. I've got a little thing. Come on up. I had never experienced unacceptable, unconditional love until God came into my life. And after he came in, I knew what that felt like. And I am so thankful for that. Come on, let's go. Somebody's going to give a testimony. Come on. Um, For those of you that don't know us, we were involved in the church, you know, three years ago. We moved to Nebraska, but God brought us home, and I'm thankful for that. Thank you, Lord. Come on, there's some more. Come on, there's some more. It's you. Come on. I think I, I say, I thank you about our fathers and having a forest day. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Thank you, thank you. Good morning. I'm going to try to get through this without crying. Nope, didn't work. <laughs> um, some of you may not know, but I lost my father a few weeks ago, my earthly father, and I just want to remind you that we are the hands and feet of Christ, and it was demonstrated to me by my 11-year-old cousin, and we had we had already had a memorial service in Mississippi. I was in a very unfamiliar place, had no idea where I, I kind of knew where I was, but I had no idea how to get back to my cousin's house that I was staying at during the time when I was in Mississippi when my dad died. And my little cousin says, hey, can I ride with you? And he asks his dad, can I ride with, with, can I ride with her? And, which I didn't know him very well. I mean, he's a distant cousin. I mean, the little one. I knew, you know, my first cousin. But he's like, sure. So I, I pull out of my aunt's house to go to the house I was staying at. And I have 2% battery for my GPS. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, Lincoln, do you know how to get home? <laughs> and he said, yeah, I think I can get us there. I said, okay. Um, and my trust is completely on an 11-year-old child that he's really smart. But I thought, Oh, God, I hope he... Because I would have been alongside the road, no GPS, no phone numbers. I could have called my husband, you know, but he's in Oklahoma. And so we get... He's like, we're going to see this thing. We're going to see a blue building. We're going to see this. And and he gets us home. And we're on the driveway, you know, into his house. And, uh, of course, we're the first ones there. I said, Lincoln, do you know how much God loves us? And he said... Why? And I said, because I know in my heart that he prompted you to ride in my car because I would have been completely lost crying on the side of the road. And and God showed me that we, we truly are the hands and feet of God and his kindness. Um, it was so cute because the next morning <laughs> he gives me this charger and he said, here's a charger, Miss Stephanie, and it charges really fast. <laughs> So I'm thankful that God looks out for us when we don't have the sense enough to charge our phone. (laughs) Come on. We got some more. Come on up here. 
I got another Charger story for you. We were at a baseball game up in Alva, and and Shelly was with Sophia here, and I was with Josiah and Alva, and my my phone had run down. And how many of you know, sometimes you're afraid to ask somebody else for it. And I was sitting there, and I was tech, I text Shelly, and I said, um, by the way, uh, this might be my last text until we get on the road. I need to turn my phone off because I've got like 2% battery. Well, and, and, I, and I text Rachel the same thing. Well, I, I don't know why, but the lady sitting near me must have saw that I needed that. But she leaned over to me and she said, do you, do you need a charger for your phone? I said, yes, yes, I do. I said, because you, you don't know. I mean, my my daughter, Rachel, if I'm disconnected with her and I got Josiah and Alva, she's just, you know, anxiety takes over. And I was like, you don't know. So she gave me a charger and I between innings, I went and put my phone in my truck and charged it. And I had a and almost a full battery by the time it was time to leave to go to Alva. So when I text, I text the girls and it was like, you know, OK, I got it. I got it charged. So I just thank God for chargers. Amen. And those who. Who will, who will allow us to use them. Miss Linda? I didn't grow up in a very happy home. And I remember when I was 16 years old praying, God, I'm not sure I even want to get married. I just, I haven't seen anything much good out of it. And I remember him telling me, if you'll just partner with me in choosing that person, It'll be okay. And it wasn't just about a month later I met Tom. (laughs) And he's been more than I ever could have dreamed. A husband, a friend, a partner, a father. So I'm so grateful that God cares about that kind of thing. Praise the Lord. I know you guys may think, okay, again, but I, I thank God I've got another Father's Day with him. Amen. And I thank God i got another Father's Day with my dad. Amen. After that semi passed us and we about got squished or whammed, I was like, wow, all four of us could have been in heaven a couple weeks ago. So we're glad we're still with you. Amen. All I could think about was my kids and my grandkids. It's like four of us at one time. Woo. So thank you, Jesus, for life and life more abundantly. And the outcome of that was good. I thank God for our little five-day-old grandbaby girl. Amen. We get to love on this afternoon. So praise the Lord. I just thank the Lord for God, I mean, who he is in my life. There is nobody, nobody that loves me like he does. Nobody. He is everything to me. I've lost a lot, but a lot of that was to show me what I gained from that. What I gained from that. Things are being restored. Everything is being restored. I, you know, the other night when I was running in here and 
I felt no pain in my back. None. I mean, it was just awesome. But I've had to fight that. But something um, Julio said was to go after it, practice. So I've been doing things, making myself do things that I don't normally do because I'm like the fear of the, of the back. I don't want to go too far away because I don't want to get stuck and don't know what I'm going to do. And so I've been doing things, pushing myself. Went door to door that day, passing out flyers. <laughs> And it was fantastic. I went into the dollar store the other day. That's, it's a a hard floor. Anything that's a concrete floor, that will get me every time. And I went in there, I walked around and got up to the checkout and shopped and walked out and no pain, no pain. Praise the Lord. I mean, I am fighting and it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And the thought to my mind, what if... What if I don't have to live with that pain, with with that pain anymore, and I can do things? Hallelujah! That is an awesome thing, and I'm going to get it, and I'm getting it. Amen. And I praise you for it. Towards the end of April, uh, our company decided to phase out the division I was working in, and uh, threw a lot of people into. Fear and confusion, me included, and uh, but we got to apply for our own jobs, and my father brought that job back to me. Not only brought it back to me, but put me in a place in a division that's stronger, that's healthier, and put me under a supervisor that is one of the sweetest men I have ever met in my life. And so he gave me the job back, gave me a supervisor that he picked out, and set me in a place more solid than I ever was before. And as a father, I want to thank him for allowing me to be the father of the children he blessed me with. He gave me a son that just tugs at my heartstrings every time I see him get up and he comes up and gives a word and speaks from his heart about the word. And he's sitting right there next to me in my father's house. Tomorrow is my daughter's 35th birthday. So every couple of years, it cycles around to where she was born. And she was born to me on Father's Day. So my Father's Day gift is 35 tomorrow. So I just thank him. I thank him for giving me two beautiful children and taking care of me in every way. I'm not going to let him go anywhere, too. Because I want, I, want, I want you to thank God for insurance. Uh, he, I thank the Lord for insurance because uh, a couple of weeks back that uh, that hailstorm came through, and it put a whammy on Robert and I both. But we have we've already had the adjusters come out. They've already cut the checks. I already put my checks in the bank. Now all I got to do is find a contractor to repair everything, and everything's taken care of above and beyond. I could whatever I could ask or think for a new roof, new windows, new siding, whatever it is that we need. He took care of it. You know, that's a testimony of, because sometimes you're like, well, you know, nothing bad happens. No, the, 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 the hail just 
it shredded almost the, the, the front of his house and it busted out the windows and all that. He was showing me the pictures of it. And I was just, oh, my goodness. And, and I know I've had my truck damaged twice. I, um, I thank God for my truck because when I had my truck, I had it less than a week old and we got hit with a hail damage. And it was like $9,000 just to fix my truck. But the insurance that you had covered everything that it, that it needed to be. And a lot of times you, you, you pay for insurance and you never use it. Come on, somebody. And then when it's there, you want to be able to access it and you were able to access it and it took a lot of worry and fear and everything else. Not only you, but also Robert did did also, didn't it, too? So let's give the Lord some praise for that. That's that's all I have. Come on, does anybody else want to give a testimony of the Lord? Yes. Good morning. Um, Okay, uh, some of you know my history, uh, but I don't think a lot of you know that since the age of five, I was always looking for a father. You see, my earthly father left, and I don't know, somehow I always knew I needed one. So I always looked for a dad, always, and I always found one. It was, you said, think about something that you can give God thanks for. So I started thinking, I was like, what has he done for me that I haven't realized yet? Until five, ten minutes ago, this hit me. But I've had a dad, and he looked different because he was either Hispanic, white, um, different, different nationalities. But I remember that somebody always stepped up. Even if it was just for a day, a week, but somebody always did. And this was before I was born again. I didn't even know who God was, you know, and he was always there. So I found God in a lot of different father figures. The, I think it was about a month, a little over a month before I became born again. I had a father figure that taught me how to do legal business. He taught me about the business world. And he passed away. I lost him. He, he was short still. I'm going to give it real short. He didn't like me when he met me because he saw the exterior. But then he got to know me. And I was an okay person, you know before I became born again. But then this guy competed with another man that was a father figure for me as well. They were both good people. They rented an apartment for me. I'm going to get him the couch. You get him the TV. No, I'm going to get him this. No, I'm going to get him that. (laughs) I could afford these stuff. You know, I could could have paid for it myself, but they were doing that. I was like, all right, fight for it. That's okay. You know, but when he passed away, I I lost dad. So I became born again, and then he stepped in. And for the last 12 years, I've had a man leading me in a direction that no other man has ever led me before. And even though he sits here and he, he put himself as my dad, Listen to his voice first. 
because I could only imagine what people would say to you about, why is that guy in your house? Have you not seen what he looks like? I mean, he wears clothes that are twice his size, and he has backwards hats, and he has tattoos all over. But he didn't listen to that. He listened to the voice of the Father. And I am grateful and very thankful for that. Because 12 years later, I'm still standing here giving God praise, giving God Amen. glory. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. From what he was just saying, that's my baby. That's my baby brother. Thank you very much for everything you did for him. Now, instead of me being his rock, he's been my rock for the past eight months. Based on everything that he's done with his life, I'm very, very proud of you. I love you very much. Happy Father's Day. Thank you very much, both of you. <laughs> That's probably a lot that, that some of y'all don't know. Sometimes you just hear what people say about us. They don't know the 10 or 12 or 14 people that we've had come and live with us. And Mario is one of those that came and lived and got his life switched around. And I give God praise and glory for that. But it's about fathers. It's about him today. What about you? We got some newlyweds in the house today. Yeah. Ariana. Tyler, stand up just a moment. And, and I'm not talking about you, Tommy and June. They're, they're, I'm not talking about... These are newlyweds too, just a, a month or so ago. But, you know, and Bernita's fixing to be a newlywed. But let's give the newlyweds... They were... They got married yesterday. And, and it was a beautiful wedding. And, and you guys... You guys have blessed my heart just to be able to be here today. And I, I just... I just know that... There's a lot of people been here, been married long times. And there's some of us that have been married second time. And some of us have been married short times. And, but I'm here to tell you, there is not anyone in here that can't tell you to keep fighting. That when things get difficult and things are hard for you not to give up and don't quit. And some of us have quit. But don't do that. But there's a lot of us here that have just said, you know what, we're, we're proud of you. And, and let, let Christ be the center of your life. And those things, you can get those things worked out. But I just want you to know, I just thank God for you guys today to be able to come. And Shelly told me that you were here, and I was like, nah, nah, you're kidding me, man. They're still having honeymoon. Y'all can have honeymoon after church, amen? So it, it'll be even that good, amen? Let's give the Lord some praise for that. You guys can be seated. Thank you very much. I was thinking about... You know, newlyweds, and I said, if I say newlyweds, Tommy's going to get up and, and say, yeah, this is, this is my wife here, June, and, and Bernita won't be long. Bernita's June, July 15th is coming up. Bernita's going to be uh, a newlywed. So anybody else have a testimony that they want to give? I'm, I'm on, I'm, we're on God's schedule here today, so come on up, and then you can have time. Good morning. Um, so 
I don't know how many people know me here. Probably the majority of you. But we moved after I got married last year. We moved um, to West Texas, and my family is here, so I visit quite often. Gosh, as outgoing as I am, I still get nervous talking in front of people. Um, so I was driving home probably two months ago, and I know that God stepped in because there was a four-way stop. Sorry. There was a four-way stop, and I was getting gas, and I said, I'll call my husband and let him know where I'm at when I start pumping gas because I didn't want to get my phone out and, you know, do all these things. It's easy to get distracted when you're driving. And so the gas station was up here. There was an entrance right here, or you could continue and then turn right. And I looked to my left, and it was completely clear. I looked to my right, and there was a semi coming, and he was going pretty fast. I said, wait, is this a four-way stop? Because I was getting ready to continue. And then I saw him turn into the gas station. I said, okay. So at that time, there was a, I was two lanes right here. I was in this one and there was a moving truck that came and their walls, when you're next to them, you can't see anything past them. And, uh, so they come, they pull up next to me and I was getting ready to go and I could not take my foot off the brake. And right at that time, their horn started honking, and there was a semi probably going 30 or 40 miles an hour, zoomed right past, and I couldn't take my foot off the brake. And I know that it was the Holy Spirit talking to me, and I'm really thankful that God loves us. And it's just so easy to forget those little things that God wants to take care of us, even in our driving situations or um, lives, finances, relationships it doesn't matter god wants to be there for us and so we always think well if he wants to be here he'll just uh he'll step in well yeah but how many friends come knocking on your door if you don't invite them that's all (laughs) this is not something i do I see you individually when I stop in the cop car, but not to talk to you this way. (laughs) If it wasn't for this couple right here, I wouldn't be here today. I'm a a retired cop, retarded cop, I think. Uh, I give praise to two young people over there that's getting married or that has gotten married. God bless you. And I know that God is with you. He's been been with me quite often through all the cancer surgeries that I've had. Still alive. I'm not in the obituaries. Still going. June and I got married. Bless her heart. Somebody wanted me, and there's that young lady over there. But I've got two wonderful daughters in my marriage previously. They're both. They started out as, as nurses, and they graduated, and my oldest daughter's already retired from Integris Health. My youngest daughter is with the VA hospital in Oklahoma City. She's an, a nursing instructor. They've all done real good. Better than me. I don't know where I told them a long time ago. I don't know where you got your smarts, but it wasn't for me. It had to be for my mom. That everything had been real good. I was was blessed with God. 
at the Assembly of God Church here in Woodford several years back. And since then, God has been good to me. <coughs> he brought these two young couple right here into my life. And I love them both very dearly. I love to listen to them. And I know what he's telling me every Sunday. And I try to abide by it. Uh, God works in mysterious ways, I know. Like I say, I'm 75 years old, and I've had 10 cancer, major cancer surgeries here on this side, and I'm still alive. And then June the 8th of 2015, a lady pulled out in front of me here on Oklahoma Avenue, and I T-boned her. I totaled my three-quarter ton truck. And since then, it's been two years, two years ago, June the 8th, and we're still fighting this thing in court. And I know that God has got the answer for me. I've just got to be patient and wait for him and the attorneys to get done with all this stuff, and we're going to go to court. I guess on August the 28th, so we'll see what's going to happen. But I had, uh, with that accident... It totally tore up my right shoulder. I was in the cast for a long time. Couldn't even sleep in my own bed. Had to sleep in a recliner. Thanks to you, we got through all that too. Right. Kind of hard to talk in front of everybody. But here, just recently, June and I have been trying to find some land over around Grand Lake. I love to fish Grand Lake. I like to catch the catfish. And she likes to catch fish, and I like to set jokes and drop lines. And we've looked at land in Eufaula. We looked at land at Grove. We looked at land uh, Canton. And we finally put in a bid at Grand Lake. And that's where I want to be. Well, the bid we put in, I thought, would never come by because... The lady had to bid several thousand dollars more than what I could bid on the property. Well, got a call a week ago Saturday, and they said, your bid was taken several thousand dollars less than what she had already been offered. Thanks to God. Well, we're still here today, and I guess we'll be here tomorrow. Well, I'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> but to the young couple that just got married and to the our friends that's getting ready to get married, marriage is an institution that that requires all the love, every bit of the love that you can give to each other. I was I was told one time by a very good friend of mine, when you get up in the morning, and you have the first cup of coffee, tell your wife you love her. Every morning, don't don't forget. Every morning, get up, tell her you love her. And that way, that starts out the whole day. I better let somebody else have this for a while. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not a public speaker, so... Um, 
passed away the end of 2015, and then my birth mother lives in Tennessee. So being a young person living by yourself is pretty scary. I mean, I'm, I just turned 22. It's still pretty scary sometimes. Uh, but I'm very thankful that God led my dad to Crystal and that whew, sorry, that uh, they got married and that she became a very good parent figure in my life. Sometimes it's I said I wasn't going to cry. <laughs> Sometimes it's, you know, you, you really want a parent figure. You need someone to be able to talk to, just ask dumb stuff like, how do I return something to Walmart? Or I can't figure out what's wrong with my washer. Do you know? And I'm really glad that I have her that I can do that with. Or that if I, if I need something, I have someone I can go to. And I just have someone there for me because I'm, I'm like a, I can't do stuff on my own, <laughs> but I'm very thankful for her because I don't, I don't know where I would be without her. So thankful that God put her in my life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Please keep playing because I am nervous and everybody just tell me it's going to be okay. <laughs> anyway, I didn't listen to you. I didn't listen to the Father. My God told me don't leave Woodward. In 1988, I told the Father, look, I'm not going to like you. I'm not going to like you telling me what to do. I'm going to kick, fight, scream because of everything that I've been through as a kid, as a young adult. And he told me in 2008, I saw a vision of Jesus with the crook of the staff around my neck. Yeah, he could never just prod me. Prodding me was not good enough. He had to get the crook of the staff to keep me. I'm that strong-willed when it comes to being vulnerable to the Father. I love Jesus, and I thought the Holy Spirit rocked, but I did not want nothing to do with the Heavenly Father because I just thought eventually he would not want me. Right before I left Woodward, I was on my face before God asking him what to do and not listening at the same time. Anyway, I asked him what I don't know what to do about a situation I was in. And I saw Jesus and I had this vision since my salvation that I was always in the castle with him, always in the castle with him. But this time, and this is just five months ago, I'm on my face, flat out saying, I'm, I don't know what to do. I seen Jesus and I in that castle, but this time the Father was there. And when he was looking at me, it was the most beautiful look in the entire world. I, I stood up and I go, you're here. And, and he was just smiling at me and just his eyes, the way he looked at me. I stood up and I grabbed him by his face and I kissed him all over. I was like, 
Hello, I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> and I'm sure he's saying, hello, I've been waiting for this moment. Bottom line is, I ran after that and I went all over the place like Jonah and all hell broke loose. And I went on a 40-day fast and God says, are you done? No. <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyway, so he brought me back. And let me tell you, in the vulnerability of not having anything to rely on, he is daily, I am learning what it's like to have a dad. My dad was not good and blah, 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 blah. So like that guy said, James Dobson was my dad, David Wilkerson, Bill Johnson from Bethel. And when that guy came in, Jose Figueroa, whatever his name is, and blah, 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 and you even said a word and I disobeyed. You said, and don't leave. God is doing something new as I'm walking out the door because being vulnerable is scary. Anyway, so I just wanted to say that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, my friend who's getting married, Bernita. Anyway, I love you. I love the Father. And But another beautiful thing is, as everyone around me is watching God and I have this really cool relationship now, the Father, my Daddy, He's given to me, I'm giving to Him. We're communing, 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 give, give, take, 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 give, 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 take. Those that have been around me are totally wanting to trust him. So, yay and amen. <laughs> wow. Wow. God's doing some things this morning. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> There's only a handful of y'all in here that know me. Pastor Eric and his wife know me. And... My wife, Jericho's family, knows me pretty well. Well, I wasn't always the greatest person. I did bad things, and I just turned my back to everybody. I got married at a young age to a person I thought loved me. She didn't love me. I thought she was going to help me go in the right direction. She didn't do that neither. I wasn't listening to the one person I should have been listening to, and that was the Heavenly Father. And he... He let me go around thinking that I could do whatever and do just do, do, do good enough. And I just, I got to the point where I started thinking, well, this is going to be good enough. I can live my life this way. And he really knocked me down. He knocked me down hard. And I didn't think I was going to get back up. I was in a bad place. I was hanging out with some bad people. And then I just, one moment, I said, I'm going to try something different. And I, I met Jerrica. I had met a, a bunch of women. And they weren't who they said they were. But when I met her, something clicked. And ever since that day that I met her, I've never been happier. She's brought me so far from a place I didn't know I could be. She's renewed my faith in somebody that I should have had faith in the whole time. <laughs> 
and he protects me like nobody else has ever protected me. Because a couple of weeks ago, a unit that I run out there in West Texas, it blew up. It blew up bad. It melted to the ground. And if things wouldn't have changed and I wouldn't have had faith that everything was going to work out the way it did and I went off on my seven days that they kept on promising me that it was going to happen, it was going to happen. And Jericho's sitting there, it's going to happen. Everything's going to work the way it's supposed to. Everything's going to work out. Two days after I left, that unit exploded. If I hadn't have been on my seven days off, I'd have been on that unit. And I probably wouldn't be here today to talk to y'all. There's a lot of bad things that happen out there in West Texas. There's a, there's a lot of hatred. There's all kind of stuff. They got people who lie to you. They don't tell you anything that they don't want you to do. And when they do tell you something, they're not going to hold you at face value for anything. So what I'm saying is, God, he protects those who really believe in him. And if it wasn't for my wife, I'd be no better than those people. And I really appreciate these two people because I have sat here and listened to y'all preach. Nothing I've ever heard before. Nothing at all. And I I just can't give y'all enough thanks. And I can't give y'all enough thanks. I can't give God enough thanks for the family I have now that I never had growing up. Because Mario has taught me a whole lot. And I just didn't give him enough of a chance. I learn every day from him. And I appreciate that man. Thank you. Okay, come on. I think this is what God wants this morning. It's about Him. It's not about us. It's about Him. What He wants to do in your life. What He can do in your life. All things are possible. We're in a new era. I'm telling you, there's things that are going to be different now that if you'll begin to start looking at it the way God sees it and begin to walk in it the way God wants you to walk in it and, and do the things that God wants you to do, it's, it's pretty simple. Just do what He wants you to do. And leave the results to him. There'll still be difficulty and there'll still be pain and there'll still be hurt, but he'll be with you through that. He'll he'll lead you and guide you and direct you. But I want to tell you one thing this morning that if you don't know and haven't experienced it, God loves you. And I'm not saying that just to oh it's loosey goosey love. No. There is a deep, intimate love that God has for you personally and individually. And that's what we want you to experience. I don't want you to experience the love that God has for me. I want you to experience the love that he has for you. And, and wherever you are, right where you're at, no matter what you're involved in, whatever's going on in your life... God will love you right where you're at. And there's times he won't leave you there. Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. But right in the middle of your mess, when I was in a mess, he showed his love to me. And it wasn't about my mess. It was about his love. 
And that's the thing that we're wanting you to experience. That's the thing you're going to experience in the new era as we're stepping into this. You're going to begin to experience in a greater way, a greater dimension. And you're going to be able to articulate those things. And I know there's some here today that might not be able to share what it is that God's doing because he's still doing it. And let him do it. Just let him do it. Just let him do it. Just let him do it. Chrissy? Well, God came into my life two years ago, and he brought me out of a slump that I thought I could never get out of. He changed me. He gave me a job. He gave me a place to live. Um, I've been at my job now for a year, and I am still progressing. I have a bank account. I have a vehicle that I've never had. And I just want to say that he has done a lot to change me. And I needed it. Hallelujah. You come a long way in a few years. You come a long way in a few years. Come on. Are you again? You, you just, no. I just, <laughs> I've been waiting for somebody else to share and they're not up here. Jasmine, would you come up here, please, sweetheart? This is my youngest daughter, my baby. So, um, when was that? Friday night? Friday night? So we're watching a movie, and Jasmine gets up, and she says, my back is stuck. I can't move. And literally, she couldn't move. We helped her into a chair. We're trying to get her position. We carry her to the room, put her on the bed, and her back is locked up. It's so much pain. She's crying. She's kind of, you know, breathing fast and crying, and it hurts, and she's scared. And so Jerrica and I, you know, we're mothers, and she's not yet, but she has a mother's heart. So we're positioning pillows, and Eva, Eva has a mother's heart, and Dad's just kind of standing by, and... um, we're putting pillows, and is this okay? Now talk to us. Is this okay? And, you know, she's just in so much pain. And I'm like, this is only temporary. It's okay. And so I'm, you know, telling Mario to do something. And he turns to me and says, honey, go get my backpack. I'm like, I know what that means. I'm so thankful that I have a husband who goes to the father. And... So the backpack has anointing oil in it. <laughs> Get it out. He begins to pray for her. And immediately her body starts to relax. And after a few minutes, she's like, the pain is better. Do you want to tell this? <laughs> and then we finish praying over her. And she says, I need to, I need to get up. So she gets up on her own with a little bit of help. And um, then she goes back down to the bed. I mean, she could not do anything for herself before this. And then she goes back to the bed and falls asleep and probably sleeps, I don't know, nine or ten hours. I don't know. But um, here she is standing here today with high heels on. She walked up here perfectly fine. And I just thank God that, you know, he is on the throne. 
And I'm thinking, get her comfortable. And Mario's like, get me the oil. <laughs> so I just give God the praise for her standing here today and pain-free. And that's it. Good morning. Um, I just want to speak to you, young fathers and fathers-to-be. You know, I didn't, I'm like Linda. I didn't have a happy childhood. There were seven of us kids. And I think he wanted a boy. He had those seven kids. There was five girls. I was the third girl, but I don't know. But I didn't have a happy childhood. But I just want to tell you and encourage you, you know, how much it means for you to be, to love your children. You know, that stays with you all your life. Here I am, an old lady now. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that still bothered me for so long that, that uh, I never felt my father loved me. And... Uh, this Memorial Day, we went out there and to the grave and left some flowers. And I stood there for a minute, and I looked at him, and I said, Daddy, I forgive you. I know that he did the best that he could. He was mistreated. I mean, there was horror stories about his childhood. You know, but it's got to stop somewhere. Somewhere it's got to stop. And I just encourage you to love your children. Don't be afraid that, you know, it's a godly thing. And I'm thankful that I've found a good husband. We've been married, I don't know, two years longer we thought we had. <laughs> I think 56 years, I don't know, something like that. Is that right? <laughs> but I thank God for that. And, you know, we've always tried to serve the Lord. And I will tell you that if you will attend, Ariana and uh, Tyler, attend the house of God. Learn how to raise your family. Get them in church. Get them in the Sunday school. And just always trust in him and always lean on him. Lean, lean not unto your, under, your own understanding, but unto him. Oh, okay. I was like, she was like, Mike's over here. I was kind of looking at Tatum. I was like, okay. Um, a lot of people know my story as far as being bedridden for about 11 and a half years. Um, I don't even think Pastor Eric knows this or really anybody in here. Um, but people, uh, well, the doctors actually gave me about six months to live whenever I was uh, about 2009. And I put myself in the hospital in 2010. And the first, I'd been mad at God for nine years. Um, kind of shoved him to the side, you know, didn't, didn't want any part of him, um, had blamed it all on God. Um, first time I had opened up a Bible, I just opened it up randomly. First that I opened it up to was at the very top of the page, John 10, 10, which probably most people know that, um, thief comes, steals, kills, and destroys. He gives life more abundantly and share it. I, I'm so nervous. So, um, but, I mean, he gives life and shares it more abundantly. Now, whether I knew even the plan of that, because there is no medical cure for what I have, okay? Still isn't, um, even after all these years. Um Whenever I walked in here five years ago, a little over five years ago, 
I barely could walk. Well, I didn't really walk. I was coming in here with a walker um, and basically leaning on that. Um, by all medical purposes, I shouldn't even be doing what I'm doing, standing here in front of you, being able to do what I'm doing. By every spiritual thing, though, by God, I'm here doing what I'm doing. I had the leaders of this church. I don't. I couldn't even tell you how many women that were standing around me, praying over me. Um, I think I was sitting right over there, laying hands on me. That was the start of my healing process with God. Um, Now, I have to believe that God is going to heal me. I mean, it's not going to come just through through that. But that's whenever I started believing that something was working. Um, So if you don't believe that the healing power is working, trust me, God... You know, I mean, I was mad at God for nine years. That didn't mean that he was mad at me, you know. <laughs> so um, whenever that scripture, I uh, come back to that scripture, share life more abundantly. I have two foster kids. I, I work at the Salvation Army. I do the Ministerial Alliance. Uh, I do work for another church. I do work for So, um, to share more live more abundantly, I have actually put myself in a lot of places for God. And I've done a lot of things that underneath Eric. And Eric has pushed me a lot at the very first whenever I had been here. Eric told me that I had. We went out and he said that I had time. And I did. I had time. And went from, what, a couple hours maybe working here to a day and then started pushing it a couple of days. I know a lot of people are worried about how many hours I work and going back into the same state as what I was. But God has put me here for a reason. And that Bible verse tells a lot of doing that, of putting myself into their lives to put God more abundantly in theirs. So. You know, Bryson Tatum, as long as as many of you have been here a long time, um, I can look at her. I don't have to say anything. And there's just times where I can tell that she's hurting. I can tell that she's joyous. You know what I mean? That's there. And I just knew that there was a testimony that it can be for Tatum, but her heart is so much for God that she wants it to be for you. That when people give a testimony, it's to impact your life. And to give you hope where you didn't have hope. She's been one that's impacted our lives and has just been there. And 
been at those times where sometimes you don't have to say anything, but you can look at each other and go, I, I got that. I'm, I'm with you there. I'm praying for you. I'm lifting you up. So I kind of knew something was going on. <laughs> well, I was just sitting up there listening to everybody, and I just started weeping because the goodness of God is overwhelming. Thank you. I have a four-year-old, and she loves Chick-fil-A. Is there anybody in here that doesn't like Chick-fil-A? Well, you know, the closest Chick-fil-A is an Enid. Well, um, my husband's in the city a lot. and So one day, he's on the way home from the city. He stopped by Chick-fil-A, and he bought extra nuggets with Chick-fil-A sauce. Chick-fil-A with yellow sauce, she always says. And he brought it home to her, and she was in, I believe she was in bed when um, he got home, and he put it in the refrigerator. And the next morning, um, she got up, and, you know, regular day, and I was like, it's time, you know, it's time for lunch. And then I remembered that Bryce had bought, brought her Chick-fil-A, and I said, Ava, Daddy brought you a surprise. And I said, it's Chick-fil-A, and she's like, oh, my gosh, and she went, Yay for daddy. He brought me Chick-fil-A. And I mean, it was, you had thought that he had brought her home a, you know, a million dollars. He was, she was so excited about that Chick-fil-A. So then Cade goes to college in Tonkawa and he drives through Enid on the way home and he always brings her Chick-fil-A. And she's always so grateful for the Chick-fil-A. God cares about the small things in our life, and he has Chick-fil-A for you every single day. He wants us to feast on his goodness every single day. If you don't like Chick-fil-A, then use something else that you love. He has the best for you every single day. And I don't have a a jaw-dropping testimony of how God healed me from some horrible disease or how he drug me from the pits of hell. I grew up in a wonderful childhood, wonderful home, wonderful childhood. I remember the day I gave my life publicly to Jesus. I was probably nine or ten years old. I remember I had a red knit dress on and a, a necklace made of hearts, different colors. I don't know why I remember that. But I remember walking. It was a church in ceiling, and I walked up, and I publicly gave my committed my life to Jesus. And I've lived with him every single day since. Now, there's been times where I've pursued him passionately, and there's times where I've been stagnant and been like, okay, well, I guess I'll go to church. But he's never given up on me, and he's never, ever left me nor forsake me. Bryce and I just celebrated our 21st wedding anniversary. We were young and so didn't have a clue what we were getting into when we got married. And we've gone through hard times, financial hardships, hurts, marriage problems, family problems. But I look back and I just see the constant of God's goodness, the consistency, his goodness has always been there, his goodness Every single day. So you you may wake up and think, well, I, you know, I don't have, or you may be thinking today, you know, I don't have a, a great testimony to give. But I want you to know that 
God's goodness is for you every single day. Feast on it. Look for something. Look for the Chick-fil-A every single day. Because he has it for you every single day. He's amazing in his faithfulness. You know, um, it's kind of ironic that my greatest revelation of God's goodness came in the very darkest of my life. God's, oh, I've served God since I was nine or ten, and and I always knew he's, you know, I thought he was good, but I didn't know the depths of his goodness until my family walked through the death of my niece. And I've shared p- parts of this. You guys watched me go through that. But isn't it ironic that I would learn of really get a revelation of God's goodness and his love after she died? Because I was so mad. Like, you guys have no idea. Like, I cursed at God. And I don't cuss. I mean, I don't ever cuss. Ask my kids. It's, like, extremely rare. That just doesn't come out of my mouth. I was so mad. He was a liar to me. I was just like, God, your word's not true. And he wrapped his arms around me, and he did not let me go. And he loved me through that. He loved me through that. The goodness of God, it just... I can remember still I was listening to, I'm sorry I wasn't going to go into all this, but I was driving to the city and I was listening to a message by Bill Johnson and it was on the goodness of God and I'll never forget. I was driving through Batonga and I just felt this presence that I've never felt before. It flooded my car and I just began weeping and I thought, oh my God, you are so good. You are so good. In my darkest time when I don't understand, you are so good. You've been here all along. And I will never understand why Eden wasn't healed. But I know she's in heaven, and I know she is just having her destiny lives on forever. But I know this, that God is so good no matter what happens on this earth. I will never, ever, ever, ever question his goodness again. Because once you get a taste of it, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And he alone satisfies us. And I'm telling you what, you grab a hold of your dose, your portion of Chick-fil-A every single day because he's got it for you. Amen. God is good all the time. I just want to uh, thank God that uh, um, he's brought my father back into my life the last couple of years. Um, never thought this would happen, but God is a good God. He knows, you know, what's good for us in our timing. You know, a lot of times we want to rush things, but it's in his timing that he sets things up. Ooh, well, me and Crystal and Sarah, we got to take some lovely kids to camp this week. Your little children's, your little arrows, I call them. (laughs) And uh, we had an awesome time there. I I saw God work in these children's lives. You know, the first day we get there, you know, some of the kids are reserved, you know. They're like, check it out, all hard and stuff, you know, and uh, 
the next day, you know, you, you start seeing them get a little bit, you know, and then by that night, boy, they're just going crazy because the spirit just falls on them. They have, it, it's like, you know, why fight it? <laughs> you know, why fight it? I see claw marks in these chairs. <laughs> Don't need to fight it. Just be free. But anyway, I got a story for you. As me and Crystal and Sarah was coming back from camp, you know, I'm I, I got the I got I'm driving a van with the trailer. Got about eight of your children's in there, plus my son and Crystal. She's in the passenger seat. I'm in the driver's seat. Bunch of noise back there. <laughs> then I'm trying to listen to my music. You know, I got my little music on, just a little background music, you know. I don't know. Crystal's over there just riding along. All of a sudden, she stopped talking. Crystal talks. <laughs> and she just stopped talking. And I'm like, okay. So, uh. We're about 30 minutes from camp, you know, on on the interstate coming back. And she just stopped talking, and I'm like, okay. And uh, I look in my rearview mirror, and I started seeing tire tread fly. I didn't say nothing. I was like, okay, I got a flat tire. You know, in my spirit, you know, underneath my breath, because I didn't want to scare Crystal. Because that trailer could because there's weight in that trailer, you know, it could have done all kinds of stuff, but it didn't. But anyway, when Crystal was quiet, she was praying. She sensed something in her spirit, something happened. And she's like, What's that noise? What's that funny noise? And I go, What noise? I thought she was talking about the music or something. No, no, I hear something. But it was that tire going blub 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 blub. <laughs> She heard that on the trailer. I didn't even hear it. I saw it in my rear view. That's why I knew it. But, man, you got good ears. She could hear that. But anyway, as you know, that happened. I was doing about 70, 75 on the interstate. You know, that's turnpike. You know, because Sarah's doing 110. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. She wasn't doing 110. I thought her... Suburban was flying there for a little bit, but <laughs> um, but Crystal was like, you know, I, it was a God thing, man, because there was the Oklahoma Turnpike Maintenance Building, the Highway Patrol, you know. We, we come underneath the bridge, and Crystal's like, oh, man, where are we going to park? Where are we going to park? Pull over, pull over. Oh, don't get in that water. Don't get in that water. Don't get in that water. There's a water puddle there. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm going up here. And she's saying all this stuff. I already knew where I was going. But, you know, women got to process stuff, I guess, (laughs) out loud. (laughs) But anyway, pull up there. We we get stopped, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, here's the manly thing, you know. And I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Got all these kids in here. Got Crystal in here. It's not my wife. You know, how do I deal with this? (laughs) You know. But God is a good God. Crystal's like, you know, I was praying. She's like, I, I, I. she didn't say, I know, you know, I was praying. She's like, I was praying. She's like, I knew something happened, was going to happen, or something. And she, she said she was praying at that time that that tire went flat. Now, people are doing 70, 75 mile an hour. There was weight in that trailer. 
And if you ever pulling a trailer, sometimes when something happens, that trailer could go like this. It could go like this and flip. It could pull my van or whatever, but Crystal was praying. She was connected with the Father. Because I had a mission. I was driving. You know, she's my intercessor for prayer. She's my, she's my B driver, you know. <laughs> well, anyway, you know, we get up there. And we're like, oh, man, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I'm thinking, man, it's 102 out here. I got eight of these kids. We got a time limit to keep. We got to get these kids home. We don't need to be stranded out here in this heat because it what, 1 o'clock in, in the afternoon, 12 o'clock? You know, it's hot then. We're on a concrete pavement. It, it, it's not cool on concrete. <laughs> it gets hotter. Um, anyway, I started walking around building and building, see if anybody was there, and there was a couple people there. And we talked to them, and I was like, hey, can we keep our trailer here? Well, first we were trying to fix the tire, but that, that it wasn't, wasn't going to happen. But anyway, God set it up where we could leave the trailer there. We unloaded the trailer, got it in the van, and got your kids home safe. But I just want to say God is good because he protected us on that highway. He set things up for us. Because Crystal was connected, I was connected, them kids were connected, and there was no way the devil was going to defeat us that day. Amen? Amen. But anyway, I love all your kids. Gabriel, you're awesome where you're at, homeboy. Where's he at? Hallelujah. So you've had some testimony this morning. What about you? Is there something else that maybe in a future gathering that you'll be able to come up and share? Golly. Why don't you bring, can we bring the kids in? Are we at a point where we can, Norma, we want to wait. We're going to wait till the next service, next gathering that we have this morning or next week. But I, I do want to do this. I want you to come and give an offering unto the Lord. We don't give out an obligation. We don't give because we have to. We give because God is so good. And we give out of love. So as you think about how good God is, I want you to just, as the Lord leads, just come and bring an offering this morning. Um, guys, if you have not filled out, um, put your name on one of these blue sheets, I want you to do that because I like to give gifts. I'm a, I'm a gift giver. I like to give gifts. And How many of you know our Father God is a gift giver amen he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him if you don't didn't put your name on one of those sheets just raise your hands to the to the ushers can everybody got their name put on one of those sheets okay good i want to make sure no just the guys margie just the guys i uh miss miss lucille's funeral was yesterday um a hundred years a hundred years it kind of made me think about it as I was praying this morning. It made me think about the guys that were, uh, the, the, the ladies, Miss Lucille sat back here for many years watching Opal receive a gift um, because she was the oldest uh, lady here, oldest mother. And I thought, well, maybe that's not going to be a good thing. So we're just going to have the guys, if you will, fill out. Um, and we're going to just draw some names. Is that Okay. And I want to give away some gifts today because we want to bless the fathers. We want to bless the fathers there. Um, there, there there's a high-level communications going on in the back back there for us to determine what, what's, 
what's going to happen left. Meanwhile, let's just give our tithes and offerings as the kids come on in. is good all the time all the time God is good amen before the kids uh, come in here I just want to those of you that help with Miss Lucille's service uh, yesterday either you brought food you volunteered with the meal would you stand up we just want to say thank you you brought food you helped serve in any capacity stand up stand up Sound, yes. We just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It was beautiful memorial service for Miss Lucille, and we thank, thank God she's rejoicing in heaven now. Amen. Okay, here comes the kids. Sarah, you have them finding their dads. Okay, the kids are going to go find their daddies. And Pastor Eric's, I think... I think he's going to have a drawing. Is that right? So, Zaylee, you want to come up here and draw a name? She looked like a princess yesterday at the wedding. Okay, let's see. Who did you draw? Richard Sermons. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Okay, go go grill up some hamburgers or steaks or <laughs> Terry Warren. Happy Father's Day. Guys, all of us women say happy Father's Day. We love you all. God bless you. Oh, Richard. We wanted to take a moment on this Father's Day and pay some special attention to two gentlemen. Pastor Jerry, if you would come up here. And Pastor Eric, if you would come up here. I love you, Pastor Jerry. Come on up. Kicking and screaming, here he comes. Okay. We wanted to give you guys something special. Pastor Eric, 
and for Pastor Jerry to say Happy Father's Day to our spiritual fathers. And uh, you, go ahead, you can open it up. You can open it up. It fits you perfectly because it's one of those really nice multi-tools with about a thousand different things on it because these guys can do a thousand different things. These are dads. These are dads. So, I just want to close the service now and you guys go spend time with your family, spend time with your dads. And uh, there'll be prayer partners up here if anybody needs prayer. We just want to bless you as you go out. Father, we come before you and we thank you. We thank you for all that you have poured out today. These testimonies, Lord God, where you have brought forth your word in them. Lord, you said that, that we would excel and, and be victorious through the word of our testimony. And you've heard all of these. that We've poured them out onto you. Father, we've poured out onto you today. And we know, we know your heart. Your heart, whether we're five or 95, is to take us up in your arms and hold us close and tell us in our ear, whisper in our ear, I love you. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for the word that you have brought forth. We thank you now as we go out. Bless each family. Bless each time together. And watch over each family. And give them that, that fellowship today that is so specially touched and so sweet because you're in the heart of it. Because where two or more are gathered together in your name, there you are in the midst of them. And we give you the praise for it. In Jesus' name.